Welcome to the Science and Spirituality Podcast, where we dive deep into universal spiritual principles and ground them in modern science. My name is Chris Carton. And my name is Kevin Carton. And we are committed to simplifying the spiritual side of success for you with easy to understand scientific research so you can walk away with practical tools to create radical transformations in your life. Let's get started. All right, welcome to another episode of the Science and Spirituality Podcast. Today, we are going to dive into, I guess, a little bit of a different topic than what we talked about previously, but still super important. And we want to talk, we wanted to talk about communication and relationships and specifically around the five love languages. And the reason we wanted to dive into this is because I had heard a quote recently about um, one of the most important decisions you'll ever make in your life is who you choose as a partner. And that's so true. And it's because relationships are a core part of being human. And the one relationship that you choose for the person you want to be with for the rest of your life is like the most important relationship. And relationships are important. So it's like important, important. So we wanted to give a little discussion to that. And specifically around the five love languages, because we feel that this will give you an, an advantage in increasing the communication between you and your partner. And so we wanted to dive into that today. Um, Kev, I'll just read out the five love languages just real quick. If people yeah, go don't for it. understand and what those are, or know what they mean. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And, and just so everyone knows, it comes from a book. Like there's literally a book called The yeah. Five Love Languages. Um, and it's by Gary Chapman. C-H-A-P-M-A-N. Gary Chapman. And, yeah. uh, and a quick note, I think, because I, I watched, um, Chris, I watched your video that you and your mm. girlfriend, Julie, recorded on it. I think you noted this and I, I think I'm the same. I haven't read the book yet, um, but I'm familiar with the five love languages and it has played a huge difference in how I relate with, with Vivian. So um, yeah, yeah, go ahead and read them. All right. So the five love languages are as follows. Number one is words of affirmation. Number two is physical touch. Number three is receiving gifts. Number four is quality time. And number five is acts of service. And now what's so brilliant about codifying these into a list of stuff is that everyone um, receives love and also gives out love in different ways. And the problems arise in a relationship when you have different love languages. So for example, like you can be in a relationship with someone and the way that they like to receive love is through words of affirmation. So through encouragement, through affirmations, through appreciation, to actively listening. But if you, the way that you give love is through physical touch, you can be like hugging them and like holding hands with them and stuff. But if you're not giving them those words of affirmation, they're not going to be receiving the love that you're giving out in the way that they would like to receive it. And then there could be some disconnect there. And so we know that the, the, one of the biggest facets of relationship is communication. And so having this discussion up front about what your love languages are and what your partners are, you can really kind of bridge that gap of how to love them the best. And you learn it over time too. Like, I think it's great to definitely have the conversation up front. Like as you know, if you really are in a relationship that you think is long-term and you're going to connect with them in a, a deeper way, and maybe it is the one, right? Then to have this and know this so that you're aware and they're aware, but also you grow in how this works out as well. So like, particularly for me, my love languages are words of affirmation and physical touch. Those are my main ones. And that's how I give love. That's how I receive love. 
both. Mm -hmm. Whereas Vivian is physical touch, which that really helps for our relationship. It's very easy to share love in that way for both of us. But then her other love language is uh, acts of service. Mm -hmm. And it's not words of affirmation. So she's been learning over time and I've been helping just like, like speaking out and saying, Hey, like, you know, in this situation, like I would love to hear more like support, like hear your words because she, she, her love language is more of acts of service. Like she will like help cook dinner or she'll clean up. Like she loves cleaning. So like she'll clean up after dinner and like, it's very easy. And I'm, I'm so appreciative of that. And I've learned to, to grow in sharing my appreciation for like using my words of affirmation. Cause yeah. since acts of service aren't my love language. I just see it as like, Oh, cool. Thank you. Like rather than, Oh my God, like she's showing me love by that way. So I've been having more of an emphasis on like, this is, this is her showing her love. So I've been growing in that and she's been growing in, in sharing more words of affirmation as well. So like, it's just an example of like, there's different plays with this and everyone again has different ones. So it's really just knowing your own and then knowing your partner so that you can connect more. Like you said. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's uh, if anyone's listening and you might be asking, Oh, how do I, how do I bring this up to my partner? Cause you, you need to be both on the same page on this because it helps when they understand what your language love languages are and you understand what theirs are, because then obviously you can love each other the way that, you know, they would like to be loved. And that's the point of all this. So if you're, if you're thinking about how to bring this up, when you bring it up, you can say like, I would like to try this exercise as a um, way to bring us closer. Because I think some people might be like, oh, you know, this might seem selfish because I'm asking, to, like, I want to be loved in this way. But no, it's, it's not being selfish. It's, it's, it's setting expectations about how you would really like to receive love so that you guys can become closer. And it's kind of funny. And I was just thinking about this right now about um, what Dr. Nisha was talking about on the podcast we had her on about information and systems. Yeah and how the more information you put into a system, the more organized it becomes. And if you guys haven't listened to the episode with Dr. Nisha, that was a couple of episodes ago and it was awesome. But the more information you have about your partner and the more information they have about you, the more organized the, the, the relationship becomes and the easier it becomes to love them. Because you can get frustrated after a while, like doing a certain thing, like giving love in a certain way, but the other person's not receiving it because that's not the way that they receive love. Yeah. So you can, like you said, that was a good example, Kevin. You can be giving words of affirmation, but if they want physical touch, they're going to feel unloved and you're going to feel drained because you felt like you were giving love, but there's that disconnect. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know, I don't know about you, but personally, like whenever I have disconnected my romantic relationships, um, like that's like, it's like the worst. It's like, a, like a lot of other things kind of can go awry because relationships are a huge part of my life. Yeah. And for people listening, if that's you, this is a great, great tool. And um, the book's super short and it's very intuitive. It's very, it's, it gets to the point. And when you read it, it's like, wow, I don't know why I haven't thought of this before. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's so straightforward. Like even just saying out the five love languages, I think people can really like just relate. Oh, that's definitely me. Yeah. You, you I love receiving gifts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And then the point is, is that also is that you're probably going to have a little bit of all five for the most part, like, but there's going to be dominant ones mm -hmm. where you're like, yeah, that's the way that I like to give and receive love. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I want to give just one other example. that's even more uh, minute because like I mentioned, like Vivian and I like the different love languages and how that works out, but just like a simple example of like how this could go wrong in a way. Like, I mean, in, in some ways it really went right in terms of like what happened because 
we, Vivian and I both learned from this experience. So long story short, literally just yesterday. So we're recording this on August 10th. Yesterday we went on a, it was, we were on a whole vacation, like a four, three day vacation with friends, two of our friends. And we were up in fair play, Colorado. We got to go, uh, paddle boarding. We went rafting. We, uh, did an eight mile hike. It was amazing. I loved it. And at the end of the weekend, Vivienne and I had a miscommunication in terms of when we were going to leave. And we started to resolve that. Like after I, I came, like I was really tired. I made the decision like, oh, we're going to stay the night again. Um, even though like before that we weren't planning to. And I didn't take her, her thoughts into consideration like what she would want. And then like 10 minutes later, when we got back to our place, like we talked about it. And I was like, oh shit. Like I just realized I messed up. And so we talked it out. We smoothed it over. But once it was smoothed over, like we talked it out, it was resolved, but I didn't feel like it was resolved because I didn't receive any physical touch in the way that was normal between Vivienne and I. And so she moved on, even though her, her love language is physical touch as well. Um, it just in that, that conversation, like we just moved on. Cause she thought like, Oh, like we're clear, we're done. Like we got this resolved. So she moved on and she like, we, they, we played card games and everything, but still within me, I was like, are things okay? Because I didn't, I didn't actually receive the physical touch, which I wanted, but she didn't know. So there was this disconnect and we talked about it later at night after we played cards and then we got ready to go, went to sleep. And then she realized like, oh shit. Like after I explained to her, I was like, I would love for you to just let me know by physical touch that we're good. Like, mm -hmm. you know, we're, this was resolved because it was like an hour and a half, two hours that I, I didn't feel like we were good. Um, so it's simple things like that but it causes such a big difference. And the reason why I say this is good is because now we had the conversation and what I would love and Vivian is open to giving is that it's like, just let me know that we're okay. Like by a hug or touch on the shoulder or whatever, so that it's, it's my love language. So I, I'm aware. I was like, okay, we're good. Yeah. So. And it prevents, prevents miscommunications too. Cause like, it's funny. Cause like when you, from your story, it's like things were okay, but you had a different story in your head because you didn't exactly. receive that you know, that, that okay. And that love and the way that you wanted to receive it. And so you started playing stories in your head and when we play stories in our head and we make assumptions, that's when yep. things can start going wrong in relationships because then we start maybe blaming the other person or feeling some resentment towards the other person. Yeah. Meanwhile, you're both just trying to do your best. And when you have this information out there about how they want to be loved and how you want to be loved, you can do your best better. Like you can, yeah. you can be, you can be better. <laughs> and yeah. yeah. Exactly. And so I think I forgot who said it because uh, Tony Robbins was like, when you know better, you do better. Or is that, yeah. what's his face? The older guy, Proctor. Yeah. Bob Proctor. Proctor. Yeah. I, I think, I think, yeah, I think that's from him. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, to just to wrap this up, like I hope this helps and um, it really all comes down to communication and, you know, being willing to have that conversation with your partner and to like talk it out and also understanding that when you share your love languages, it's going to be a continual process. Yes. Like it's, it's going to be, you know, a back and forth of times when you're like, Hey, like, this is what I would have loved. You know what I mean? It's like, like, like you gave that example where I'm sure exactly. you talked about it before then, yeah. but you, sometimes you just have to be reminded. And then also like love languages can change over time. So it's just always being in communication with your partner and always understanding the way that, you know, they would like to be loved and yeah. vice versa. Yeah. The final thing I want to say about this is just what you mentioned before like, about having a conversation with your partner about this is like having the intention, like this is for us to grow closer together. Yeah. I think that's the whole point of, you know, having these, these tools. And that's ultimately what, 
you know, Vivienne and I had in mind is like, we're, we want to grow closer together. Like, so let's have this conversation. It wasn't like I was holding it against her. Like, Oh, you didn't give me the physical touch. Like, how could you? It's like, Hey, like this is, this was the, the disconnect. What I would love is, is like, would you be willing? Is that okay? Like, and she was totally okay. like, she would love to. And so, um, yeah, I mean, this, it's just a tool you can really use and having the intention behind it is really powerful. So yeah. Sweet. Sweet. And you're, you know, and your partner will be like, they'll be really grateful that you brought it up because they want to love you. Like and if right? not, mm. yeah. <laughs> if they're not willing, hmm, some questions and that's a whole nother conversation. But like you, if you, if this is a good witness test too, I guess if like you're in a new relationship or fairly new or even long-term, but like if they're not willing, then not to say like, you know, the, the relationship's ending, but like, that's, I think, uh, something deeper to talk about. It's like, why, well, why wouldn't you want to grow, like have something to grow, mm -hmm. have us grow to go closer together? Yeah. Like this tool. So it's so simple. Um, like you said, the book is short too, which is probably why we're also going to have a short episode because it's very straightforward. Yeah. It's just a matter of using it and, and learning to work with it and understanding yours and understanding your partners and all that. So yeah, Sweet. that's all I got. Sweet. Yeah, same. Awesome. Well, Hope this has helped, as Chris said, and we'll talk with you in another episode. And that's it for today. So thanks for tuning in, and we really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. So any questions, any comments, just connect with us on Instagram. You could always DM us at Kevin Francis Carton and at Chris J. Carton. And also, if you feel guided to, the one thing we do ask is for you to please rate the podcast and leave us a review. This way we can reach more people and impact more lives with this amazing information. With that, we'll see you on the next episode.